Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to A to Z Arizona Sports All Day. I'm your host, Hayden Silly, and with me, as always, is Jonah Krell. And today is a little bit of an of an emotional day. It is one of our last times in the studio for quite a while. But you know what? What better way? What what better way to wrap up the uh, the show in the studio, at least this semester? Them with everything that happened this weekend, Jonah, wouldn't you say? It was just pure harmony, Hayden. I mean, the, the AZ Sports Gods just shined a light on us. They blessed us with a beautiful night last night. And it's just perfect timing because it's our last studio show um, for this semester. So I'm just, I'm pumped to get right into it. Yeah, I mean, what do you... What, what do, you, what do you want to start with? I mean, there's so many. There's there's the Suns, the Cardinals, like anything that stuck out to you in particular? Yeah, I think we have to start um, with playoff basketball action last night. Um, you know, the Suns closing out uh, the first round series against the Pelicans. And it was special to see that just down the stretch run uh, by Chris Paul and the Suns. Just going to work, man. I was I was mesmerized by what I was seeing from Chris Paul. Yeah, me too. I mean, four, uh, 14 of 14. 14 <laughs> of 14, <laughs> man. And, and I know we, we, were talk, we were talking before the show, and it's it's always been that same shot. It's always the, the you know, the, the, the elbow wing jumpers. And he just, he got to his spot. And I know Devin Booker said after the game, you know, he heard the noise and he came through and delivered. But I think that this game really emphasizes Devin Booker's importance. I really do, because he attracts so much attention, whether he's playing at 50% or 100, he attracts so much defensive attention. And, you know, it's literally like pick your poison. I think it's either, you know, do you do you send a double Booker's way? You know, because he's gotten so much better at that and finding the open guy and just swinging the ball around. Or do you double Chris Paul, who's going to find someone, you know, whether it's DeAndre Ayton or, you know, someone around the perimeter. So it was just a great game from everybody. And, you know, I mean, it's just it's just what the Suns have been doing all year, showing up in crunch time in the fourth quarter. And, you know, I'm just excited to see them move on. Yeah, it was the, it was the, the clutch time story once again. We've seen it all year. Um, I believe they are now 35 and 10 um, in in clutch games. Uh, so that that is just ridiculous. Um, and I want to go back to Chris Paul's night, 14 of 14. It's never been done before in the playoffs to um, have that many shots, you know, in a row without a miss. Um, he said post game, Hayden. He said, "I don't do heat checks. I, I don't believe in that." And when I was watching the game last night, I, I didn't even think it was, you know, that crazy of a of a game for him because they were they were there was there wasn't this big run that Chris Paul went on. It was just over a long extended stretch of time. It was balanced scoring. It was pick your poison, pick your shots, pick your spot right here, and just spread it out across the entire game. And that's what he did. He was balanced. He didn't force anything, and that's why it didn't even feel like a like a crazy crazy game. Like if you remember um, game one when he he uh, had 17 points in a row, I believe, and um, was responsible for 19 in a row. That one felt more crazy than this, even though this is historic. Hayden, 14 of 14, um, 
I don't know. It just felt like a, like he was just doing his, his work, you know, like a regular day at the office because he was stretching it out over the entire game, balanced scoring, efficient, and he didn't force anything. That's what I love about it. Yeah, I love that quote you said about, I don't do heat checks. That, as you said, that just summarizes perfectly the story of the game. But I really want to, I, I know we we're, we're very fickle about DeAndre Ayton, but I really want to give my props to him. He, you know, in the regular season, he, he he played he played really good, but in the playoffs, he has he's always just taken it up another level these past two seasons, and he dominated Jonas Valanciunas for the first I would say two games. He dominated him, got in, you know, really good rebounding position, you know, blocking him out for rebounds, or sorry, boxing him out for rebounds. Uh, you know, Valanciunas, did, did he play great? Yes, he did. But, I mean, game three, DeAndre Ayton, 27 points, 18 rebounds. Yeah. Like, he's played really good, and he's gotten hot early. And I think that just with his aggressiveness and how, I mean, because even Devin Booker told him, like, hey, I know you don't, you don't want to score, but you have to score. We need you to score because we need offense. And I think just with Aiden learning about, you know, sort of kind of like Chris Paul, when to be aggressive. I think that is really going to, you know, push push this team, you know, oh, you know, over the next series and beyond. Sort of like <clears throat> sort of like Chris Paul, Aiden has just been able to find his his um spots on the floor. Yeah. Where he can it's we're seeing a maturation level, Hayden. Um, I could just go. We could just talk an hour about this, yeah. right? Um, <laughs> but uh, it's it's crazy to see he knows where he can dominate. He knows where he can put that dream shake on, where, where he can put that little jump hook, turnaround jumper, and when he can face up on Valanciunas and shoot the deep mid ranger. And that's a maturation, a development that is clear as day with him in his game right now. And not to mention his defense, you know, held Valanciunas after dominating earlier this season, 10 points and and eight rebounds. Really not as much of a factor when he was a monster earlier this this series. And so Aiden, 22 points, um, 10 of 12 shooting. Yeah. Was perfect for most of the night. Uh, Just amazing. And then we talked about Aiden, Let's get into Devin Booker. Comes back. You know, Hayden, coming into this game, I was nervous. I was like, why are we rushing back Devin Booker when we can win this series without him? Um, I was I was worried that something was going to happen sort of like on the KD level. Um, remember when he got hurt in the finals after they rushed him back. But no, Devin Booker trusted his body. He was ready to go. And yes, only had 13 points. Um, 13 points, 5 of 12 shooting, 1 for 6 from 3. Not great. But he was just finding his sea legs out there. And and you mentioned it before um, we came on. Sort of used as a decoy. And later, late in that stretch, they forgot about Book. Yeah. And he hit that huge three-pointer with about a minute 40 left that gave the Suns the lead, and they never relinquished it again. Devin Booker came through when he needed to. That's book for you. Um, and now that he's that he's healthy, he's going to get more minutes as we go on. I mean, it's it's so great to have him back. Yeah, Devin Booker. When people talk about why does he, you know, why does he deserve to be in the conversation for MVP? This is why. 
not even about his performance, but the level of attention that he creates right. onto himself. He his presence alone, like I truly I truly don't believe Chris Paul would have had the game that he had if Devin Booker was not on the floor. Because I mean like like we talked about, it's pick your poison. It's do I have Devin Booker, you know, have a heat check, you know, sort of like he did in in game two, where he had what what was it, thirty one points at, at the half? Yeah. Yeah, and like twelve of eighteen shooting, six of eight from three. Or do I have Chris Paul, who's going, who's just gonna pick his spots? And you know, even if we if we trap the guards, you have to worry about DeAndre Ayton in the paint and, and like, guys in the corner yeah. as well. And it's this team, they they pick their spots. They know where they're comfortable shooting from. They know where they're comfortable with scoring the basketball, rebounding, making the great mm, play. Rebounding still has to improve. Yes. I'm not satisfied without um yeah but they got out rebounded yeah, in this series but but, but here still. and and not not to cut you off but new orleans was the number one team i believe in both defensive and offensive rebounding post all-star break this was a test the suns needed to have in round one and that's to your point that you just said right there they needed this test early for a team that is going to make a championship run if they want to make that championship run i mean this was the adversity that showed they're ready for it, right? Yeah. Um, and now let's get into uh, this upcoming series. The Mavericks won last night against the Jazz, who, you know, the Utah is just sinking right now. They're stuck in just this rut. And and uh, the Mavs really took advantage of it with Luka Doncic stretching the floor with those guards, those wings. Um, and they can shoot the lights out. And Hayden, something that is concerning me, um about the suns is their three-point shooting yes they got away with it against a poor three-point shooting team in new orleans but they were only averaging i believe eight threes in this series the suns were and last night eight of 20 um from three they got to boost that up i think um against the mavs in this upcoming series what are your thoughts on this series that kicks off monday It'll definitely be a lot easier for Phoenix to shoot more threes because Dallas plays smaller. Yes. Dallas does <clears> not have a lot of big guys. But, I mean, but you know the old philosophy. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Expect DeAndre Ayton to have a phenomenal series. I really do. I mean, because Maxi Kleba for Dallas, he's a good player. But, I mean, he's six foot nine, six foot ten. DA, six one, probably outweighs him by 40 pounds. Who do and, they have? Uh Powell, yeah, Dwight Powell, yeah, Dwight Powell. I mean, like they have, they have good big guys, but you know, like I think the thing about playing New Orleans with Valanciunas, with Larry Nance, you have guys that are exceptional. Ingram as well, yeah, yeah, exceptional rebound and CJ McCollum, who yeah, leads great all rebounding guard. guard, yeah, who led the guard or who led the guards in <laughs> in playoff, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> who, who who led all guards in rebounds yes. during the playoffs? Thank you. There we yeah. go. But I just I think it will be a very physical series from the Suns' end. But I do think defensively there is a concern though because of Jalen Brunson, because of Spencer Dinwiddie, because of Luka Doncic. They're going to play small and they're going to shoot the lights out of the ball. So, but then again, this is why we have defenders like Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, uh, Jay Crowder. I I know I I joke around about you know oh Jay Crowder doesn't doesn't provide anything offensively. I found out this series what his value is 
and it's it's all it is all defense and getting in the guys' heads. Yep. And being oh, physical. Did you see the shirts after the game? Oh. <laughs> we can't say it on the airwaves. Yeah. But um. But it was a four-letter word that started <laughs> with F, and then it said Jay Crowder afterwards. Yes. And and Jay Crowder, you gotta love just his pettiness, his love for um the trash talk and everything like that. Um. But going back to this series, it's it's going to be really interesting, right? Do the Suns try to match the Mavericks and go small? I mean, their power forward is Dorian Finney-Smith. Like, yeah. that's that's how small they are. Um, so I don't think they should. I think they got to play their own game and use— they can't have Aiden off the floor, in my opinion. Because I've seen Aiden be able to stay in front of guards, right? Mm-hmm. I think Aiden is capable of that, but the rest, you know, they're going to go Crowder at the four. I think this is a lineup that can meet that challenge, and I think Aiden can stay on the floor if the Suns are smart about it. Um, and I think he can dominate offensively. This is the DeAndre Aiden series. If yeah. you're if you're Phoenix, take advantage of that size mismatch. Don't play to their game. Let them play your game. And so I think they need to. This this series against New Orleans had their physicality proven, tested. And now they're playing against a small team. Mm-hmm. Use that physicality um, to your advantage. Yeah. So And not only, you know, not only with Dallas, but I think everybody else in the Western Conference right now, um, like Minnesota, Memphis, Golden State, right? Like these are these are teams that, you know, aren't exactly the biggest. This is why DeAndre Aiden yeah. flourished last year in the playoffs as well. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, they you don't have guys really anymore. You don't have big guys anymore that play your traditional big man game. A lot of them like to stretch the floor. Can DeAndre Aiden do that? Sure. But he has... To an got, extent. Yeah. But he has gotten so good that, like, like you said earlier, just mastering mastering his craft you know the the little the little jump hook he has the you know and not the, trying to force yeah. anything he was 10 of 12 yeah so. and just taking his time the elbow jumpers facing up like this this is this is the deandre ayton series yes. this is you know <clears throat> we we want to talk about oh when's he you know is he deserving of this of his max contract this series should prove why he is and yes, yeah, so we've covered that pretty well. This Luka Doncic Jalen Brunson matchup is scary. I'll, I will say yeah. that Doncic averaging averaging twenty nine, Brunson twenty seven in the playoffs right now. So you, you can't guard Luka. You can mm-hmm. only do your best. Mikhail is gonna hound him, uh, but you can only hold him for so much. They're gonna put him in pick and roll situations. It's gonna be tough to defend Luka. But it, uh, can it be a collective defensive effort against Luka? That's what I'm looking for. If they can shut him down collectively. Because Bridges can't do it all by himself. Um, so this is just going to be... I think this is going to be a fun series yeah. to watch. It could go seven games. It could go five games. I mean, because you know the Suns can put it on them late. Uh, so this is a series to, to look forward to. Um, but uh, I think we should move on. Yeah, and what, what, one more thing, you know, before we do move on, though, like I do think that see, you'll see a lot of Jay Crowder on on Luca because Luca's a bigger guy. Like he's just you know like 
he's he, he's more sturdy if if you will uh brandon ingram not so much so i think bridges had an easier time but just don't be surprised if they if they start sort of doing those switches but speaking of switches you know we'll <laughs> we'll, we'll switch right what in. a segue <laughs> beautiful uh thank you sir uh we'll switch right into our into our second and last topic uh it was a very eventful night for the arizona cardinals uh on thursday uh most notably by trading away was it their 23rd overall pick to the baltimore ravens in exchange for the 100th overall pick uh, which is which falls in the third round and hollywood brown who had 91 catches, 1,008 yards, and six touchdowns. And this is really good news. Last no- season. Yeah. yeah. This is really good news for Cardinals fans after the departure of Christian Kirk. This also reunites Kyler Murray with his former running mate uh, at the University of Oklahoma. Uh, Jordan, I, er, <laughs> uh, it's, been that, it's been that kind of day. Uh, Jonah. <laughs> no, I, you, I was confused. Yeah, I, okay. I want to talk. I want to toss this to you. Uh, what are your thoughts about the transaction? Yes. Uh, what are your What are your hopes for Hollywood Brown entering? You know, entering this season. All right. So, first off, Hayden, the timing of all this last night was crazy. So I was I was uh, switching back and forth between watching the draft and um, the Suns game. And as the Suns game was wrapping up, as it seemed like they finally, you know, pulled away enough to where it was comfortable, Chris Paul hit that late jumper. I got it. I got a text from one of my my uh, buddies back home. He said, uh, "Hollywood Brown." He just said, "Hollywood Brown" in all caps. And I was like, "What? What is happening? Uh, explain, please." <laughs> and so, as the Suns game is wrapping up, I find out that the Cardinals trade for Hollywood Brown, and my mind just goes crazy because this is. Getting into now the, the actual move, this is amazing for the Cardinals' offense and what it does for Kyler Murray as well. Um, this is a guy who can take the top off your defense and burn you. And he perfectly fills Christian Kirk's role. Listen to this. The depth at wide receiver now. Hopkins, your number two, Marquise Brown, three, Rondale Moore, your worst wide receiver in this crop is AJ Green, <laughs> and and AJ Green um, had you know a pretty you know okay year. Like he he was good for the first stretch of the season, you know, <laughs> fell off towards the end, but you know not bad as well. And so this is a loaded weaponry for Kyler Murray right now, and this is a Super Bowl contending offense. The defense they still need to clean that up, but. This is so exciting for what it can do for for Kyler Murray in this air raid style offense that Cliff runs. Yeah, and with here's here, here's how good I think Hollywood Brown is. He was fantastic in college. Uh, people say he's been underwhelming in Baltimore, but they have they have a run heavy style offense. Right. It's not the the place for him. Yeah, and I know we were talking about this uh, for a little bit, Jonah, and you know. Marquise Brown isn't even really the number one pass catcher on the team uh, for Baltimore that goes to Mark Andrews. Right. So I think that, you know, Hollywood will be that he will be, I truly believe, like the best number two receiver in the league. Ooh, hot take I, alert. I, I, I do. Mm. Because here's here's the thing with a guy like Hollywood. He's not big. Yes, can he run can he run the deep routes? Yes, he can. But I think Cliff is going to get very creative with him. Yes. He is extremely shifty. 
And I think if he can really manage, um, you know, if he can, if he could develop a little bit, you know, stronger glue hands, uh, you <laughs> yeah. know, I, I really do think that the sky is the limit for this kid. And the greatest thing is, Hayden, is that he's cheap yeah. too. He's only gonna get paid in his final year of his rookie deal, two point one million dollars. And then we've we've already picked him his fifth year option up as well, uh, which is only thirteen mil. So this is much better than trading for an AJ Brown who wanted over twenty, uh, I believe twenty five million dollars. Uh, he and and so now you get those wide re- uh, wide receivers plus Zach Ertz. Plus Max Williams, mm-hmm. plus James. Oh yeah, yeah. Max Williams yeah. is gonna he's, he's gonna coming come back. back, and so you get Hollywood Brown for cheap. And then here's the thing that maybe people overlook: the rap, the rap, the rapport with Kyler Murray already. They're great mm-hmm. friends. Yeah, they played together at Oklahoma and dominated together, and now they're the band is back. And so that brings us to our next part of this topic: you make Kyler Murray happy. Kyler Murray earlier, I mean, there's just too much news, right? But yeah. Kyler Murray earlier this week uh, got his fifth-year option picked up, $29.7 million, fully guaranteed. It ends this whole contract saga for now. He can still get an extension um, this offseason, but he is firmly in place to be the Cardinals quarterback. He's not getting traded. He's staying here in the Valley. You make Kyler Murray happy. This is perfect if you're Steve Kime right now. Yeah. It really, really, really is. It's it's just so crazy. It's coming together. Yeah, it's so crazy because we talk about Steve Kime, like, and I'll, I'll use this word again. He's be, he's been very fickle. He has been it's hot or cold, hit or miss. Yep, I think. And you know, I, I don't. They they built the team around Kyler Murray. I mean, I still think the fact that you still get a pick in the third round for Hollywood and Hollywood Brown as well. I think it's really good it just shows that you know this team wants to win and better than yeah better than wasting a draft pick yes they want to win now um hollywood brown is already a proven commodity yeah so they didn't want to take their chance on a wide receiver and try to develop him already yeah i mean and you know i still think cliff is improving every year despite my despite my criticisms of him (laughs) sometimes i i do genuinely think he's gotten better every single year in terms of you know in terms of play calling i mean the record has obviously improved but just bringing in the guys that kyla murray wants i mean that definitely will help i i would say to resign him you know for the next four or five seasons yes and so the offense is, of course, looking really good right now. But let's talk real quick about what they still need to get in this draft. Um, you can't forget about defense, right? The defense mm-hmm. struggled um, down the stretch to get key stops and pick up for pick it up for the offense, right? Um, and so I think they need to go. Cornerback is really deep in this draft, is what I'm hearing. Um, they got to pick up a corner. They need an edge rusher, I think, to replace Chandler Jones um, and possibly uh, a DT as well. So I think they got to go defense here and shore that up. Find someone across Byron Murphy. Um, and Marco Marco Wilson is probably going to be that other guy. But you need to have depth in that corner position. And then you need to help J.J. Watt. He can't be the only guy um, on those edges because that run defense was garbage last yeah. season i mean cam Akers ran all over them so i think <laughs> that interior and then on the outside is where they need to improve the most 
That is, you you literally took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, uh, Cardinals' run defense, especially in the second half of the season, was atrocious. It was terrible. Like you said, Cam Akers coming off an Achilles injury, you know, has almost 100 yards on us. And, like, I think it was, you know, a little over 20 attempts, which, you know, almost four or five yards a carry. That's that's not too good. But J.J. Watt, you know, he needs help because Chandler Jones is gone now. And just get the help across from him. I would really just say get get some proven veteran corners. Uh, it's not. It's too uh, too late yeah, for that. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's too late. But I I love Byron Murphy, but he's a phenomenal like slot corner. I just I don't know more so about you know about playing deep and everything mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, hopefully we can hopefully we can get a couple steals uh, from from the draft. I know a bunch of you know the elite corners like you know Sauce Gardner, <laughs> yeah, Derek uh, Stingley, 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 yeah. yeah, like they're they're all gone. But I'm I'm hoping the Cardinals can you know can find a diamond in the rough. Exactly. So I think with that we'll move on to our final final words yeah. of the semester. Final final words. Um, yeah. Let's let's kick it off. Make it good, Hayden. Yeah. Make it good. Uh well, first before I really get into it, uh I just want to give a huge shout out to all of our listeners for just tuning oh, absolutely. in. For just tuning first in. Year of with us. Yeah, our first year, more years to come. Uh it's just been it's been a really fun ride. Uh just thank you to all of you who have listened, who have joined us on the journey, you know, from from heartbreak to, <laughs> you know, to, you know, and our over, guest speakers yes, as well. And our guest speakers, not speakers, but uh, no, yeah, no, whatever yeah. the word is. <laughs> but just, just thank you to all you guys for for listening and tuning yeah. in to us each and every single week. But going on to the more sports stuff of it, <laughs> uh, I just think that the city is in really good hands. Uh, the winning culture is really starting to show up, and it's most prevalent with the Suns. I think the Cardinals are really trying to follow that that boat. I think that they are um, they're they're very very close to it. I think they're really just a couple pieces away, mostly on the defensive end, uh, just to tighten the screws, as you will. And I really think that the Cardinals will have a lot to prove. I think that the Suns will continue to go really far, uh, especially with DeAndre Ayton this series and hopefully in the next series as well. I really do think he'll be that X factor. And yeah, it is just a. It's a great time to be an Arizona sports fan. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I will go a little bit more in-depth on the Cardinals for my final words. Um, I mentioned it earlier. You made Kyler Murray happy. The, the, the last thing you want in an organization is a quarterback drama in the NFL. You want to make your quarterback happy. They pick up his fifth-year deal, and they get his man at wide receiver. They... I feel like you had to have him in the conversations, right? In the draft room with making this move um, to make sure he was good with it. And obviously he's good with it, right? It's his boy. Um, So you make Kyler Murray happy. And I think it's really looking positive right now for this team. When there were question marks, when there was drama, when, you know, were we going to see the same quarterback and and head coach pairing? Should our GM get fired for the job he's doing? Um, But you make Kyler Murray happy. And I just think sky's the limit right now for this offense. It really is. So I'm I'm so excited. Football is still a long away, long ways away. Um, but I'm very excited for what they can do together. And then I'll close it out. Final words by saying once again, thank you. 
Thank you, everyone. This was so fun. Me and Hayden got to be a part of this A to Z Arizona sports all day. It's been a blast. And thank you for all of our guests who have come on. Like you already said, Hayden, that just about does it. That is a wrap for season two now. A to Z Arizona sports all day. We will be back in the fall for the next semester. Thank you so much once again for everyone who has listened throughout the year. For the last time, this has been A to Z.